Welcome to the Emergency Management Network podcast, Emergency Management's trusted voice, brought to you by the Blue Cell, the University of Applied Research and Development, the foundation for the advancement of emergency management and people like you. If I wrote a piece about planning for a pandemic in April of 2019 and warned you that communities would need to be ready for social distancing, supply chain issues, and well, a run on toilet paper, you would have thought I was crazy. After 9-11, critics stated that one of the problems that emergency managers have is a failure of imagination. So today, we need to discuss geopolitics. As tensions continue to rise between the United States and China, and with China's aggressive stance towards Taiwan, it is becoming increasingly important for communities to prepare for the possibility of war. While the prospect of a world war may seem far-fetched, the reality is that it's always possible, and history has shown us the importance of being prepared. During World War II, communities in the United States rallied to support the war effort. They planted victory gardens, participated in scrap metal drives, and even went without certain luxuries to conserve resources. The government encouraged citizens to be vigilant and report suspicious activity, and people were ready to do whatever it was necessary to protect their country. Today, the situation is different, but the need for preparedness is just as critical. President Biden's warning about the potential for World War III should be taken seriously, as it is a reminder that the world is still dangerous and that conflict can rise at any time. China's recent aggression towards Taiwan is just one example highlighting the need for communities to be ready for anything. And for preparing for war doesn't necessarily mean stockpiling weapons and building bomb shelters. Instead, it means being aware of the potential risks and ensuring that communities are ready for any eventuality. This could involve planning to do what to do in a case of an attack and staying informed about the latest developments in world events. In addition, communities need to work together to create emergency response teams and establish communication networks that can be used in any emergency. And we currently have the infrastructure for such programs, such as Neighborhood Watch, the Fire Corps, CERT, RACES, and continues ought to organize community drills to practice evacuation procedures. Ultimately, the goal for preparing for war is not to promote fear or panic, but to ensure that communities can come together and respond effectively in an emergency. And being prepared, we can minimize the impact of any potential conflict. As the world continues to face various geopolitical challenges, communities must take a proactive approach to prepare for the possibility of war. While undoubtedly true that nobody wants to see a significant conflict erupt, the reality is that tensions can escalate quickly and it is always better to prepare for the worst. Today, while challenges facing us may differ, the need for a sense of community and willingness to support one another remains just as important. Protecting the infrastructure is another critical aspect for preparing for war. It is known of potential risks and taking steps to minimize them. To protect the community, we must take steps to protect the critical infrastructure, such as power plants, water treatment facilities, and transportation networks, as well as put in place the measures to safeguard essential resources like food and medical supplies. 
USA Today reports that in 2022, there was an uptick in attacks on power substations in five states in the Pacific Northwest and the Southeast. And according to the latest available federal energy reports, there's been a surge in physical attacks on electrical facilities nationwide following a trend that began in 2017. According to the report, during the first eight months of 2022, 108 human-related incidents were reported, exceeding 99 recorded in 2021 and 97 in 2020. Concerned about the sabotage, legislators in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Arizona have introduced bills requiring 24-hour security at substations or toughening penalties for damaging them. And although the people that were apprehended in those other attacks were domestic terrorists, law enforcement has only solved 13 cases. And this highlights the vulnerability, this highlights the vulnerability of the electrical infrastructure. Of course, it is essential to acknowledge that there is no one-size-fits-all solution to preparing for war, and the steps that need to be taken will depend on a wide range of factors, including specific threat level facing a community, and the resources available, and the overall preparedness of the population. However, we need to discuss the growing China-Russia alliance. This growing alliance between America's two most significant strategic military challengers of China and Russia is causing alarm among experts who fear it has the potential to shift the global order as profoundly as the United States did a half century ago. And this alliance, which has been developing over the past decade, is based on shared apprehension of encirclement of the United States and NATO. Russia has long seen NATO's eastward expansion as a threat to its national security, and Moscow views the expansion of the Western military alliance into the former Soviet bloc as an existential threat. And this was the primary justification for Russia's invasion of Ukraine in 2014, which led to the annexation of Crimea, an ongoing conflict in the eastern Ukraine. Russia has also strengthened its military presence in the Arctic, competing with NATO to control natural resources and strategic waterways. Conversely, China fears that the United States is trying to do an Indo-Pacific NATO with a string of Asian defense agreements from the Philippines to Australia. China sees this as an attempt by the United States to contain its rise as a global superpower. And Beijing has been aggressively expanding its military presence in the South China Sea, claiming the entire territory as its own. And China has built artificial islands to disrupt waterways fortify them with military installations, and conduct regular naval patrols. This growing alliance between China and Russia is not only a strategic challenge for the United States, but it's also for the democratic allies around the world. And the alliance poses a threat to global order, which has been built upon the principles of democracy, human rights, and the rule of law. China and Russia have been accused of human rights abuses, including crackdowns on political dissidents, journalists, and ethnic minorities. And Russia has been accused of meddling in the democratic process of other countries, including the United States. In contrast, China has been accused of intellectual property theft, cyber espionage, and economic coercion. The United States and its democratic allies must be ready to respond to the growing allegiance between China and Russia. And they must work together to counter those two countries' strategic military threats. This requires strengthening partnerships, investing in defense capabilities, and promoting democratic values worldwide. The United States must also work to address the root causes of China and Russia's grievances, including the perceived encirclement of the West. Now, there is a crack in the NATO wall. French President Emmanuel Macron recently visited China, where he made a significant statement regarding the ongoing tension between the United States and China. Macron said that France would not take sides in a potential conflict between the two superpowers. What does this mean for the U.S. pressure on China to leave Taiwan alone? 
Macron's statement highlights the complexities and challenges of navigating the global geopolitical landscape in an era of increased polarization and rivalry between major powers. As tensions in the U.S. and China continue to simmer, other nations will be forced to grapple with the difficult questions of maintaining a balance between economic, political, strategic interests while avoiding being dragged into a conflict that can have far-reaching consequences. The growing alliance between China and Russia has the potential to shift the global order as profoundly as the United States did a half century ago. The stakes are high, and the time is now to act. Thank you for spending time with us today. If you like what we are doing and want to be a part of bringing quality conversations and content to the profession, join us at the Emergency Management Network Substack, built by emergency managers for emergency managers. Until next week, stay safe and stay hydrated.